AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is the Gangster Chronicles, a weekly podcast about the criminal element in the streets, entertainment, and politics, hosted by Reggie Wright and James McDonald on the Digital Soapbox Network. Gangster Chronicles with Reggie Wright Jr., former head uh security of Death Row Records, and uh, former cop to police officer, and my partner, um, Mob James. Uh, I was the head of security before my brother took over. Um, I did a little bit of everything for Suge Knight. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, what we're going to do is we uh, got this little podcast going, and our boy uh, Norman Steele, who's our producer, he's going to explain what's going on and what we're going to be doing. And so, Norm, go ahead and tell the people what we're going to be doing monthly, every uh, Thursday, once a week. Uh, We're going to be coming to y'all, so please, 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 once y'all check in and always come and download our podcast and uh, check us out. All right, this is Gangster Chronicles. Let's go cover all elements of crime from the streets to entertainment to politics, wherever, wherever it's a criminal element at. Okay, okay. So let's go ahead and get started. We're excited. James and I are excited. This is something new for us. So y'all bear with us. Uh, We're going to get better with the time. Wait, first, first, first. I want to say this. I, I, my mother just passed, and I was, I'm in the process of doing a book, and I dedicated that to her before she passed. And I want to dedicate my first show to my mother. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, so we, we down with that. to you, moms. Rest in peace. I love you. This one on you. I love you. Yep, and I hope we'll be able to do uh Number 100. And we're going to do a special anniversary when we do our number 100 uh, podcast for that. Oh, we'll get there. All right, all right. So this is what we're going to deal with today on our first podcast. And we're going to give honor or respect to the reason why you guys know us and know who we are. And um, that's because of the death row era. Uh, and so one of the uh, most popular songs uh, that was uh, done during the death row era time, To Live to Die L.A., we're gonna we're gonna just talk about some of the homies that are the gangsters or ex gangsters that was uh, around that you all know 
from the Live and Die LA song that Tupac did. Uh, so we're going to first start off with Big Shug in the low low. Y'all remember that verse that Pac put out? Uh, we're going to do Pac last so y'all don't get mad at us for not talking about Pac first. But we're going to talk about uh, Big Shug. And so, you know, uh, James and I both, uh, and I'll let James talk about him in a, little, in a bit, but give us some history on, J- uh, on Big Shug. We all lived in the same neighborhood. We all grew up in the, uh, it's, a, it's a gang area behind the Compton Swap Meet. Uh, y'all know the Compton Swap Meet in Long Beach, the old Sears uh, in, on, um, on Bullets Road near Rosecrans. It's called, uh, you know, the Compton Swap Meet. So anyway, we grew up in the neighborhood, and that's a gang area called the Ma Paru area. Um, it used to be affiliated with some of you older heads with the Luders Park Pyro, but we lived in the Ma Pyro area. And that's why James got his name Ma from, but I'll let him get into that with you guys. But we grew up, we both grew up right around the corner, less than um, half a block, half a mile from Suge Knight, who you all know from um, being, the, you know, the one of the co-executor executives of Death Row Records from back in the day. Um, so, you know, James is, was the one that started off with Suge. I mean, when Death Row Records opened, James was there, and he was one of his head right-hand dudes that was right right with him that pretty much should have been <laughs> an, an owner or, or have a percentage in Death Row because all of the work that he put in with, with Suge to make it happen. But we'll get into those stories over due time. And then I came around the Death Row Records because I was a cop in the city of Compton that grew up with him. Went to James and I both went to elementary, junior high, and high school with Shug. I played football with Shug. James was a little hard-headed, so in high school he went another route and didn't and didn't finish with us. But uh, <laughs> but that's just me tapping at James. But um. Anyway, so I became a police officer. Suge went on and did some things, played some football. And um, after he got through playing football, he started working with Al Heyman, the boxer promoter, doing some stuff for concerts. And that's when James come around. And so, James, go ahead and tell him how you hooked up with Suge and how you and Suge pretty much started off. What's going on with everybody out there? Um, me and Suge used to ride our motorcycles together. Uh, Maybe once or twice, his mother wouldn't let him too much hang out with us. And uh, we snuck in, got out there a couple of times. Um, after school, Suge went his way, I went my way. I was incarcerated, got out of the penitentiary in 88. And uh, Suge came and scooped the brother up and, you know, looked out for me. And next thing I know, you know, this this cat right here was... On on airplanes with him going out of town, you know, doing the Budweiser Superfest the whole nine. Seen a lot of shit out there with Shug. But then after that, we started putting Death Row together. And in the process of putting Death Row together, we had to get certain people to make Death Row happen, which is Dram Michelet was our first uh, contracts we had to get from, from Easy e and Jerry Heller. So we went up to to Jerry Heller's office, Ruthless Records, and and we got those contracts. And uh, Dre and Michelet came with us, and, you know, we had a guy named Tom Klein from our previous, well, from Shug's previous record company, Pernhill Records, and we took off from there. Okay, okay. So that's where they that's where they started at, and that's how Shug and James' uh, relationship started. So I'll, I'll jump a little fast forward a little ahead and tell you how I came around. So I was being a cop in the city of Compton, and um, my father and I, uh, my father, Reginald Wright Sr., who was over the gang um, unit in Compton and all of that, he had got some intel that uh, some of the cats that was working for Shook, probably Mob James himself, <laughs> but no, but uh, some of the cats were planning on taking that nigga and um, tying him up and, you know, extorting his family for some money. Or David Kenner or whoever to give to give up some money to get him back, and so uh, we gave him that intel, and um, that immediately you know Suge was like, okay, okay, well that's why one of y'all y'all need to be over here with me. I need one of y'all over here to watch my back. P- 
pops immediately laughed at him and told him, man, I'm not about that. I'm not coming over there to work work with those guys. Most of the guys that's working for you, I'm trying to put in jail on, on some cases right now. But you know me, being 27, 28 years of age, a youngster, and, you know, knowing what death row was about, women, I was like, man, I need to uh, I need to be around that. And I also, anyway, so I eventually got hired by, you know, Shug and um, started hanging out with him. And, um, and yeah, so that's how we started off with Shug, and that's how we both uh, got affiliated from Shug, got affiliated with Shug. And so that's our story there. We'll get more in detail to things that we did with him and all of that. So that was our relationship with Shug. So the next person that was mentioned on the Live and Die the L.A. song, and that's what we call in this episode, the Live and Die L.A. song. These are people that y'all know that Pac mentioned in that song. The next person was Big Neckbone. Neckbone. Neckbone is still alive. He's not in jail. He's one of the few that can say that that was mentioned on that song. He's uh, living out in the IE area and uh, raising his kids. Y'all would know Neckbone because he's uh, the father, and him and Rage, the lady of Rage, uh, they had a kid together while they were uh, stranded on death row. And, um, yeah, so that's some of my memories about Big Neckbone. Uh, James? Uh, Big Neckbone is one of, one of the closest homeboys we had in the hood with the business. Uh, you didn't never had to ask him for nothing twice or do nothing twice. He was with it, and and... Praise God, he's still here with us. You know, we lost a lot of brothers. I lost my brother also, but he's still here. He's still doing his thing, taking care of his girls. Ups to Big Neck. Yep, yep, yep. Good luck. Can we go back to something real quick? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of mythology around death row. A lot of stuff that might have happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that probably didn't happen. Just to go back a little bit, when you guys first started off Death Row and you had to go get the artist and you went and got Misha Lay, you went and got Dre, was Eric Easy E right actually in the office when you guys no, went in there? I I was there personally. I went I was standing there with the bodyguard against the wall, she was going to office handle your business. Uh me and a couple of the other little homies, three little homies. And uh, our purpose was to go talk to Jerry Chuck said Jerry owed him some money. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For something, okay, whatever, and we need to get these contracts. We thought we was going to catch Easy up there and get at them both together, but Easy wasn't there. So Suge went in office and handled his business. He got a check before we left, mm-hmm. and he had the, the files for Michelin and Dre. Oh, wow. So they just signed him over that easy? He gave them up. He gave them to Suge. I don't know how they sign it or do whatever. I didn't see Suge say, okay, he signed it. Mm-hmm. When we left out of Ruthless, we hopped in the car, Suge hopped in the car, and we bounced. But Suge had a check, and Suge had their contract. Wow, so Suge got a check up out of it. So he took his artist and got a check up out of it. Yeah. So the stuff in the movie was pretty much all myth with the whole thing with Dre calling um, Easy up there and the dudes just jumping on him. That's why we're here, and that's why y'all got to tune into this podcast, because you're going to get the real from here. A lot it's of that From the horse's mouth. Exactly. A so, lot of that shit is so watered down that, that you know... Dre and them don't show what really happened to them. You know what I'm saying? They had an episode in there where Dre was hitting death row security. Dre would have got his ass whooped touching on one of us or anybody that was affiliated with the mob in there. Everybody would have whooped his ass. So a lot of that shit was, 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 it was, it was fake. It was fake. And, and, but if them guys want to tell it like that and make it seem like they were the man, no. I remember Dre at the uh, skating rink. I remember Dre in all gold. Talking about silver. doodles. Doodle. At doodles. Doodles. And silver. You know, never was with the business. Never. He wasn't a game banger. He wasn't oh, wow. a game banger. Man, I took the dude 64 Chevy, wasn't giving it back to him or Suge. And the only thing he said to me is, how you like the ride? I'm digging it. I'm having a ball, hitting switches all over the place. And, man, another myth that that's out there that y'all talking about, because you touched on Easy. Everybody think Easy was this big high roller dealing with cocaine and all of that. All Easy did was he was a marijuana seller. And y'all need to, if y'all don't want to listen to me, go listen to Alonzo Williams. He did a show with us on my uh, YouTube channel called Bomb First, and he told it. He told the story on that. He said all Easy was, he knew how to save money. He was real futile with his money. But he was the weed connect. He had a good weed connect, and he was selling the weed to all of the, the different homies and stuff like that. And so that's all that easy was as well. So those proceeds from the weed sales did go on to formulate Ruthless Records later yeah. on. Then yeah. exactly. But later they said on. he was good with his money, was saving his money. So so you know, let me go back. Now we talking about easy and everything. We will get back to the homies in the exactly. song too, right? But um, going back to Easy E now. Legendary dude, he did a lot of stuff for West Coast music. Him and you know Death Row was they was very pivotal record companies for the West Coast. Did you ever guys? Did you guys ever run across Easy E in the streets, anything like that? Yeah, yeah. We it used to be this this amateur show on Sunset, and me and Sugar used to go there. We used to see Easy there. That's when I knew it was something wrong with Easy. But we ran across him at the Budweiser Super Pass in the backstage. Mm-hmm. I got a homeboy named Kenny Tubb, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked up to him, tapped his pockets, easy moved his hand. He tapped his pocket, told him don't move, took his money. Next day, he went and bought him a Cadillac. He robbed easy. Oh, and, wow. Oh, let, let's go back, not to cut you off. You said that's when y'all realized something wrong with Easy. What you mean? You think he knew when he, when he When he had HIV. He said he looked sick. He well, looked sick. sick. He looked sick, too. Because he had on two T-shirts, two sweatshirts, and a T-shirt, and his, his, he just didn't look right at that time. Wow. That's, you know, and that's a whole nother story right there, you know, just with Easy, because that's the first time ever I think somebody catching HIV and don't know baby mamas have it, don't nobody else have it, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. Just going yeah. back, so as, as far as him, it just wasn't never no conflict or nothing like that. He didn't have no goons or nobody with him? Well, 
He's, I mean, who you got? Draylem, Yella. I mean, that's all I ever seen him with. Those, I'm from Compton, and those dudes weren't game bankers. Them dudes made a lot of money off of, you know, portraying being Crips, and they they wouldn't factors in Compton. They never was. They never was Crips. That's like that movie CB4. That's all them dudes was. And Easy was the only one that had ties in Kelly Park, which is a Crip neighborhood in Compton. But but Dre and the rest, they wasn't they wasn't no they wasn't out there doing what we was doing. We never ran into them, and we used to get into it all the time. So y'all was pretty much just the wolves out there. Y'all was the wolves of death row. So y'all the reason everybody was scared, yeah. petrified. Yeah. When not, not y'all. Okay. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and when, that's the two when, sides. You yeah. know? When we had Fern Hill Records, it was calm and it was cool. But then when my brother Buncher got out of the penitentiary, he hired some more of the homies from the penitentiary as they was getting out. So to here you got 10 guys from out of the penitentiary that work out together every day. And what Buntry had some twenties, twenty ones, but the rest yeah. of them was if that, was if smaller than, than that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you had these guys, and then now she wants this and want to portray that. So that's where all that came from. When when uh, Heavy D and all of them was seeing Shug, they seen all these bloods behind him. Who was this dude's squad? And that's all they used to say. And it wasn't no more second-guessing Suge. It wasn't no more talking back to Suge. Suge pretty much did what he wanted to because he had nothing but goons behind him. I was hungry. Wow, <laughs> wow. so was so hungry. let me tell you this. Let me ask you this, and I promise we're not going to keep dragging along and everything, but this is the stuff that people want to hear, and there's so many stories. You know what I mean? It's just so much stuff. Right we go, this is what you guys will get to tune into every week just to hear the real stories from the horse's mouth. Not no watered-down stuff. Not them on another show where they just cutting off pieces of what they want to hear to say just for fanfare. This is from these guys' mouth, from their life. You know what I mean? You know, so subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Is this is what's gonna be going down every week? Going back to this this whole thing with Suge. So Suge, did you notice a gradual change in him from him having the most? Because you figure not only does he have one of the most feared gangs in Compton now, he got the police with him too. So, did you guys notice a change in his demeanor? I noticed the change when it first started. When we was with Fern Hill and Shug went to Death Row, Shug was wearing brown suits, green suits, whatever color. It wasn't red. Mm -hmm. And then when we got the Bunchries, the Jujus, the Harrods, then, okay, I got more than the Mob James now, and I'm, I'm going to step my game up. So, now he's taking pictures now he's with the jury and all of this shit, the big cigars. Suge never did that. He never did that until all of these guys came. And when, when everybody came, Suge pretty much felt like he was on top of the world. And everything about Suge, his whole demeanor and everything changed. The way he talked to people, all that changed. And it kind of ticked me off because he changed like that. And that was one of our biggest reasons for falling out. And just me bagging away from him because he turned into a total different person. Yeah, it's it's kind of a sad thing, you know. And I um, talk about that all the time, you know, just with my buddies and everything, on how you had a company that just made millions of dollars so quick. You know, black-owned company, you know, made millions of dollars, and really, you know, instead of just coming up and perpetuating the negativity, he could have really did some positive and changed a lot of people's lives. You know, it was it was so many things that positive that he did but it wasn't enough like christmas easter mother day that's cool but you worth over 565 million dollars at one point and then here you are you you turning the record company into a a, a game banging session now we talking about murder now we talking about doing by any means necessary to the person if anybody say no so now that changed now you got people that man, I'm I'm just got out of prison, mm -hmm. and and shit was happening while the whole staff was on parole. Yeah, and he was manipulating and playing everybody against each other. Exactly, that was the main problem. He would be like, "Well, if you do this or do this or do this to 
most of the homies that, and we'll get into later that when they started beefing and, and, and dying behind was all behind the manipulation of him playing everybody against each other. When we get into the Heron beef with George, George Williams and all that, it's all behind a motherfucking car where he tricked or tried to convince Heron into going and collecting this car. How, uh, Big Rock, who's in prison right now, that was on the song, think that he was put in jail because he wouldn't turn over a car, which is untrue. You know, everything that you asking, it goes back to this. You got 15 penitentiary motherfuckers with you. Mm-hmm. How was you able to control 15 thug cats that been to jail for murder and everything else? Them been to jail for, I mean, slapping their mama. And how do you control that? And that's one thing I give Shook. Shook took us and, and pretty much like on some some promising. And then at the end of the day, we all wind back in the neighborhood or in the grave or in prison. And he did that. And, and you know, a lot of people say, well, that's your fault. It, it damn sure is. It damn sure is. But, I mean... He he made his situation happen to where, man, it, I can't fail. If I got all these guys on my tip and then I'm paying them because everybody on death row never had a job. Yeah. None of them. Not, not so to actually see a check and not rob nobody for it, that's what killed the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody, by any means necessary, I'm going to get my money. And that's what changed everything. Everything flipped at that point. And people don't understand the the guy is gifted in a lot of ways. But at the end of the day, did nobody come out of it a winner? Nobody. No, none of us. So none of us. Wow. So l- l- let me ask you guys this. Then I go back, and then we go back to live and die in L.A. That's the name of the show today. The episode. <laughs> That's the name of the episode today. Do you guys at every point, at any point, do you guys think Suge was kind of scared a little bit? Is that why he started with the trickeration and everything, playing people against each other? I got you on that one. When Suge realized that he was dealing with some real cutthroat, straight-up bloods that was was undercover, I need this, and you better get it, and he didn't have no choice but to do it, Suge tried to find a way, like myself, like myself. He tried to find a way to, to cut you out the circle. Mm-hmm. So he was scared a lot of times. A lot of times, yeah, he was scared because. And that's knew- and what he what he mean by that is what I'll try to say. He oh, would yeah. play the money. And that's when he'll go and offer this guy this amount of money to go and deal and go and deal with this. And you know he would dingle the money in front of another person or this person he pretty much to try to us, to neutralize that situation. He played yeah. it. I, I sat and watched it. Yeah, I uh, sat and watched it. But so, yeah, he was he was afraid, you know. And he, he and I had got so close to where he 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 got a name that 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 he used to say, call him. And that name was Stunt Dummies. That was what he used to tell me when he was in jail. Get the Stunt Dummy to do this. Get the Stunt Dummy to do that. That's how uh, he started looking looking at people. Wow. So it was pretty much just a thing. So, and just to get this straight, everybody grew up together. Yeah, all of all of us were. My house was was the the station. My house was every morning, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking to school together, walking home from school together, mm-hmm. uh, sleeping. They showered. Everything. My house was 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 home base. Wow. For many years. Many years. Wow. So y'all was like, um, so I just picture this, man, and I, and I think that's the biggest thing. And that's what I was saying earlier when we was kind of off, you know, off camera, you know, off the show, off the air kind of. Um, a gang ain't necessarily a bad thing. A gang is a collective of people that grew up together. So at one time, like you said, y'all was riding dirt bikes, playing football, doing games, just normal kids, you know? Exactly. And, and let me interject there. I don't want to come off. Because with, with a lot of this negative stuff that we're talking about now, I can tell you some good stories as well. 
I can tell you about sitting on the fifty yard line yard line at the Super Bowl game. I can tell you about being laying in the four season hotel. I can tell you about him sending my mother some roses just because. I can tell you, you know, uh little things that he did for a uh, butchery and their mother or out and little things, you know, uh, that uh, of no, doing. don't do that. But, you know, he has done, no. there's some good and some bad with it that yeah. I experienced and I saw. Yeah, you know what we need to do? Let's yeah. go back and play that live and die record a little bit for the folks out there. We go play the homies name only. Hold on one second. It's the Gangster Chronicles Digital Soapbox. Here it is right here. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are we back? Now we'll start from the top. Tupac said they got some hash, took the stash, left the rest for me. Neck, bone, tray, Aaron Buntry, too. Big Rock, Gognopolis, the ones for you. We'll go back from the top. We already talked about Neckbone, right? We need to go to, to Trey now. Go back to Trey, all right? <laughs> we'll go to Trey. I'll start off with Trey. Trayvon Lane, we call him, I call him, she'll call him Youngster is what we called him. He's the guy that's known mainly for, uh, uh, some will say, whispering into Tupac's ear. That made him go and jump on Orlando Anderson. He's also uh, known for um, uh, uh, for getting into the altercation, the altercation at the Lakewood Mall, who uh, they attempted to take his uh, his uh, death row chain, and what led into the uh, the incident at the MGM. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we know Trayvon Lane for. All right, so you know what? Since y'all got the show now, that's what I said. This is you guys' platform where y'all tell the stories where we go go kill and stuff, just the rumors from the people that was there. Yeah. It's a lot of speculation, so Trey actually kept the chain. Trey kept the chain. They didn't get the chain from him. They did not get the chain. Because I heard, you know, it's different things in the street stand that they had. He'd have been been $10,000 richer if he'd have got it. Mm-hmm. And they'd have really been talking about that. Oh, so so that is and true. He's talking that, about Baby Lane. Yeah, if he would have got the chain, that wasn't yeah. a rumor. So no, that was real. So real. they really had a, a ten thousand dollar bounty on the death row chains. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who who, yeah. who 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 was that? That was Puff. Puffy Combs. Puff. 
Bad Boys. He, he wanted to use it and put it in a, in, in a video. And, you know, a lot of people don't, don't even understand why Puffy on the sideline right now. I'm going to put you up on something. Puffy was hanging in Compton. Puncher was hanging on Burris or California at Keefe D's house. And and Puffy would come, and my, my daughter's mama is from Southside, so Pam hung out with him and kicked it with him and let me know that they was there. And, and Puffy was putting it out there and talking about the neighborhood and this and that, but when the homies went through there, they were gone. So Puncher, I mean, uh, Puffy pretty much played a role like Suge. He hired the Southside Crips to protect him, knowing that they are rivals. Paying them a little something, something. Same situation Suge had over there at Death Row. But Puffy wanted certain things done because of Suge to prove to Suge that he wasn't this bitch-ass nigga or whatever. But when the shit got hot, Puffy disappeared. It's too late for that. It was too late for that. So yeah, Puffy played. He played a big part in. in, in and and, if, and with, with Puffy though, and why it hurts us so much, is she grew up with us, played in the sandbox with us. Mm-hmm. He knows our mamas. We know his mama. Exactly. Where Puffy, they were just niggas that when he came in L.A., he played with. He didn't go to no school with them. He didn't have no ties with them. He didn't have. They didn't know his family. He didn't know their family. And so it hurts a little bit more. People that's that's close with you hurts you more than a person that has distance from you. And mm-hmm. so, uh, wow. So we got this classic Tupac song, you know. And, and that's the thing about music. All these guys are pretty much immortalized now because this gonna be one thing about Tupac's music. It's gonna be here twenty years from now because he just yeah. had, you know, it's, it's gonna be here twenty, thirty years from now. So these guys' names gonna be immortalized too. So we talked about Neck Bone, we talked about Trey, we got the next one, Heron, Big Heron, Goldie, Miles James calls him Superfly. Yeah, Superfly. Superfly. Uh, Smokey Robinson. Smokey, that's the Heron was the pretty, pretty he was boy. The pretty boy. Of the bunch. He will fuck your woman. Long (laughs) hair. I mean, constantly in and out of prison. Yeah. Uh, He had them hands. He could fight. I mean, he was one of the homies that was. Very charismatic. Exactly. Very charismatic. And and just with the business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the way he died was, you know, it was sad because this is our people. This is our people killing him. You know what I'm saying? And, and. He didn't deserve that, and the way things happen, I don't want to. I don't want to sound wrong, but I got to keep it one hundred. Harron was a very big factor in our in our neighborhood, mob and looters part. Uh, he represented the penitentiary like like the kings do, mm-hmm. and he, he just didn't deserve to die the way he died. You know, he was shot. Twenty some times at a stoplight, in in the, in the neighborhood, in Compton, and man, it was he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have went out like that. He was he was solid. This question is always asked. I mean, where was what was Heron from? Was he looters or mob? And uh, I want James to answer that. Heron was MOB, and and people get it twisted because at one point. The mob and looters, it was Looters Park mob. And and if you go to prison, whether I'm Mob James or not, I was Looters Park. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the mothership. That's that's the whole connect. Okay. So when this situation happened and broke from that, Harron was still saying MOB. And I know he had a MOB pinky ring. Yeah. And the dudes that were from Looters didn't wear a MOB pinky ring. Yeah. Oh wow. So you know, going back to Lewis Park and Mob, I got cousins that's from Pyro. I'm, I don't gangbang, but I got cousins from over there. Mm-hmm. Crawford Wilkerson, better known as High C, from Treetop Pyro, yeah, like yeah. my brother. High you know, C, yeah, you know. Tony Lane, good friend of mine. Yeah. You know, all these yeah, dudes yeah. are friends of mine. You know what yeah. I mean? So okay. I never, you know, I, I came out. How's Tony from, Lane doing? You know what? Well, he doing a little bit better, man. Thank yeah. God, man. He, he okay. doing better. You they know? said he was sick as... He had oh, a yeah, stroke. Yeah, he had a stroke. And, you, oh, know, he? you know, yeah. I went and saw him in his... um. 
hospital bed, man. For those, for the people out there, we talking about Tony Lane Black Tone. You know, Shepard Lane Records. Shepard Lane Records. You might know him as the man behind Sugar Free. You know, Big Mossberg, Rest in Peace, and many other records. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just texting on that. It's a lot of talent in Compton, man. A whole lot of talent. If it wasn't sports, it was it was the music. Me and Master Ryan used to hang over there on Cherry, I believe, where uh, DJ Quick used to spend his, make his little CD, yeah, that's, his that's little all the Tony Lane came. Yeah, yeah. Treetop. Man, grew up to be something. Yeah. And and he took his music to a different level. And DJ Quick is is known all over the world now. Yeah. And But I remember when he was a youngster. You know what I'm saying? We used to hang over there, you know, pedaling on our little shit. Mm-hmm. And the guy grew up into the music business and he made some money out of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of talent out there. Yes, it's a whole lot of talent, you know. And then, you know, up next, the next man that Tupac said in that song was Buntry. Buntry. I can't even talk on it. All of this is big, uh, a brother that I have a lot of respect for, that I love like a brother. But I'll let his real brother talk about him. I was I was doing a house. Uh, Buntry is my brother. Uh a year younger than me. Uh, he was in the penitentiary when all this stuff got started. And uh, I told him, don't worry about nothing. I got a spot for you when you come home. He came home. I introduced Buncher to Suge. Buncher started working with Suge. I was scared to fly. And Buncher started going out of out of time with Suge. And uh, him and Suge got real close and became good friends. And right now, today, I regret... <clears throat> I regret the fact that I brought my brother into this or introduced him to it, but he got killed at the at a gas station in the neighborhood by death row members. And I, I, it's hard talking about him, but yeah, my brother was. He was he was solid. He was he was solid. He was one hundred. Uh, he became uh, Suge number one, and uh, he wouldn't let nothing happen to Suge. It wasn't going down on his watch, and and I, I the most of respect, uh, most respect for my brother, and I miss him. Rest in peace, Buntry. Buntry Al. Oh wow, yeah. I, I know that's got to be a sad situation. It hurt it. But like we said, you know. To live and die in L.A., you know, you know, going to some of the positive stuff. They had some of the coldest music to ever hit the music industry. It was almost like when Motown hit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just the- AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Impact the ads on everybody, you know what I mean? That's what happened. You know, when a chronic dropped and, you know, just all that, just, you know, good music, everybody, you know, from all the careers that was launched, like, you know, Snoop Dogg is going on 20-some years now. You know what I mean? Just the classic albums that was dropped over there. Yeah. You know, the glad, you know. You say 20, you shortcutting this 25. You know, 25 years, you know, from Tupac to the Dog Pound to Snoop Dogg. You know, all this just beautiful music being made, man. And, you know, they got immortalized on records now. So, you know, the thing is, that's the beautiful thing about music. You know, it's somebody over in Germany right now or Japan now that's listening, and they know all those names, and they, they want to hear these stories like, you know, yeah. who was Buntry, you yeah. know, who was Heron, who was Neckbone, all of these guys, you know what I mean? And that's what we're here for. You know, and at the end of the day, guys that's not just gangsters, but they men. Exactly. You know, at the end of the day, everybody's a man. You know, they, they got families and everything out if there. If you talk to any of them, they didn't want to be gangsters. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they, they were dealt that hand and dealt with that, no, but they didn't want that. It's, it's not, it's, that's, that's not what it's about. Yeah. You you know, you growing up in the neighborhood and you got all these guys together and everybody pretty much robbing people to, to eat and, and, and these dudes doing this. My brother and all every other guy was on death row was just excited to get a check and didn't have to get out of prison and and rob to feed their kids or to get them new sneakers and keep up with the wear so it was it was just all about just like death row brought something new to everybody that was there because ain't nobody that was on death row ever been out of Compton like flying on planes, going to New York and shit. So that shit made them feel good. We ain't got to get out here and do this. I got a chance to get off parole. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was about. It was, they men, but at that time we was young and and we was full of it. And we was getting paid to do what we was doing in the neighborhood. Staying but we were just game banging on hotels. records and, and, and getting at them that way. And mm-hmm. that was the cold part about it. People just don't understand. It's This is from the street side, not from around the corner or whatever, but every guy there was starving yeah. and did what they had to do to get a check, whatever it took, to get a check and to stay. And that's the cold part, to stay on death row. Not to say here go a check because some cats went to death row, got a check, four hundred dollars. Man, I'm going back to my what mm-hmm. I was doing. Yeah, and and they made more money robbing people, but then some made eight hundred, some made twelve hundred, and man, I'm gonna sit here for that check. So so some of the dudes was getting four hundred dollars a week, and some of them was getting twelve hundred dollars a week. Yeah, I and mean, we we talking about the nineties, and, and mm-hmm. but the point is. He would have that where some was getting more and some was getting less, and 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 he he did that purposely to divide and conquer to to you know to make me feel smaller than the next man, mm-hmm. and, and and you don't do people like that when they all ride. We was all on the plane sitting next to each other, and pretty much doing the same thing, showing everybody their damn check. Yeah. So now they see Buncher getting thirty five hundred dollars. Damn, why Buncher get thirty? And we doing the same thing. So I got nine hundred dollars. You got thirty five hundred dollars. So now they now he has turned us against each other. Mm-hmm. Now we are fighting each other because I, his check is bigger. Yeah, now, now let me ask you this, um, before we go over to the next guy. 
Was it every any time like when you was there? Because I'm pretty sure you was you, you was there with him pretty much from the beginning, James. At the beginning, yeah. Y'all probably learned enough about the music industry where y'all could have probably went and started y'all own company. I'm pretty sure y'all had all the contacts. And that was another problem that that Suge had. Uh, a couple of uh, other homies was was learning the music business and was getting close to some of his contacts and whatnot. Uh, Big Jake, we talked about him the other day, was 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 learning the business well to do his own thing. My brother Buntry had well, how many groups he have? One, yeah. two. Yeah, Buntry was he was supposed to he 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 had always dangle uh Ghetto's records in front of him. That was supposed to have been called uh, Ghetto Records was what he told Buntry was his record label. But he had Hub and you know, he was managing OFTB and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these are people you heard of, but they never got a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they? You know, they same could've. with same with Jake people. This is what I'm saying. You know what? Yeah. This is a story that can go. I, I can go forever. Yeah, we can go. I can tell. You know, I'm I, sure. I remember <laughs> when he had Big Jake thinking he he was managing Quick and Second and Nine. We went to Profile Records to talk to him about some money that was owed to Quick. And the executive said, well, I talked to Jake. Jake walks out the room. Well, what do you mean talk to Jake? Jake ain't nobody who, you know, the belittle the man as soon as he leaves the record, you know, leaves, leaves the uh, location. My situation, uh, I did do what you say. I started to run the company, and I, be, you know, I ran the company from 97 to 2002. But as soon as he came home, the reason why I, I had to get out of there because where's my role now? You know, uh, I'm Jimmy Ivey and Interscope saying, okay, send Reggie over. We'll get it worked out. Send Reggie over? No, I don't need Reggie. I'm home now. You know, you don't need to fucking talk to Reggie. And so my point is, what James was saying, he didn't like that. So I took my talents to other places. I went, so you know, you know what? Yeah, well, let's talk about Jimmy Ivey real quick before we go into the last one. Jimmy Ivey seemed like he pretty much gave him the keys to the kingdom. When you're making hits, you're going to do that. You, 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 uh, the guy in Cleveland, well, he loved LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as LeBron James left, what did he start saying? Talking about him. Talking about him. Yeah. Hated him. Yeah. Was mad. Came back, he loved him. So my point is, as long as you're making people money, they act like they love you. They, they let you do what you want. But at a point when um, Shig was in jail, he was the first one to cut off his water. Suge was, when Tupac was alive and Snoop was happy and all that, a million and a half dollars monthly a month. Suge goes to jail. Tupac no longer is with us. Snoop, Snoop want to leave. Dre's gone. We don't no longer need you. Uh, we're going to take this out of the contract because you's in jail now. That uh, we, crazy, we, so. don't want your, we don't want your record company no more. Yeah, but we'll still do business with you. Mm-hmm. But we pick what we want to do with you. And all they pick was what? Tupac albums. Look at what was distributed from 97 on by Interscope. Just the Tupac stuff. So that's, that's business. So you know what? We, we go back to that. Now let's go back to Dre real quick. You know, the possibly, arguably the greatest rap producer, not just rap producer, but producer period in the history of music. How do you not? How do you let him go? How do you not fix that situation? It's called Shug, a bitch. No, Suge figured he used him enough, but Suge <laughs> didn't think Dre was gonna come back. Man, you know this guy's talented. This guy just made you a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then he let him go. See, that's Suge's problem. He think before ahead of time, and he knew he messed up. Like when he when he why he in jail now? Suge know that man don't owe you no money. That man left broke. Yeah. Now you gonna go up here and say he owed me money, and you get into an altercation. This was his this his theme the whole time. So Dre say, holding his nuts. I don't owe you nothing. Talk to my people. I don't owe you nothing. I ain't giving you nothing. And that was Suge thing. Suge figured that everybody know I'm a bully. So all I got to do is tell you I want whoop the whoop whoop like Vanilla Ice and everybody else. I want this, and they're going to give it to you. And most of them was. But Dre wasn't giving him nothing because Dre knew 
He didn't owe Suge shit. Dre walked away with zero. Zero dollars. Fifty percent of death row to make Say Suge the hundred percent owner. He was just that for zero dollars. I swear to God, the man made the 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 best choice he ever did in his life because he already knew what he was finna get into now. Now I ain't got to worry about getting killed out here. I ain't got to worry about no death row security beating me up, mm-hmm. slapping on me. I ain't got to worry about Suge bullying me. So the day he left death row, the day he went home, that's when he first got some good sleep. Because yeah. I ain't got to deal with this shit. So, so, and I got a different take on that. I mean, I hear what, <laughs> what James said, but I do have a different take. Suge <laughs> didn't want Dre to leave. Dre wanted to leave because he found out he was fucking on his baby mama. And that's why Dre insisted on leaving. But Suge did not want Dre to leave. But he didn't know how to be humble enough to make that situation work. Now, Pac was an instigator on it. and But Pac didn't know the whole story. So let me ask you this now. We got a business. This podcast blow up and making millions of dollars a year. Would you risk that all by looking at somebody else's wife? Can't no. do it. You, you Can't as, do as a man, you don't do that stuff no way. You know, you know violation. what I'm saying? You, you're in violation. You're in violation. I don't even speak to nobody's wife. You're in violation if we ain't making money together. Yeah, exactly. As long as I know you and you know me and you, you exactly. ain't supposed to mess with my wife. Now, exactly. Now, if I'm now, just a regular dude off the streets, I have no words to say to you. Now, you got to look at it like this. We talking about manly principles now. Then yeah. we talk about the music. Exactly. Yeah. Here you have a man. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. And that never broke bread with you, but he deal with you because it's about money. Now he sees something that you have. Something that you got that he won't. That's all it was about with Shug. It's what we was in North Carolina. I'm talking to a chick. He like, damn. West said, man, go on, take it to the room. Next thing you know, Shug over there talking to her and told her something. I don't know what he told her from this day on. But she she left with him. 
He must have told her, I'm the one with the money, and woo woo, they just some peon security or whatever, and, and left with them. That's the type of shit he do. So, Suge is, is, is the type of guy that he ain't got no friends. He gonna use any and everything and everybody. Would you agree with me, Reg? Oh, he play so everybody against advantage. each other. He is, it's him first, everybody else second. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's he's real deep. Yep. Wow, that's crazy. So we gotta get to the last one on the list. Last one mentioned in the song. Big Rock. Big Rock got knocked. Rock is in jail. He's he's on one of the California laws, the twenty five to life laws. Uh he went to jail for uh possession of a gun and got struck out and is doing twenty five to life. Rock was a good dude. Love the fight. Uh, will ball up his fist. I'll tell a story about Big Rock right quick. Uh, one of the homies uh, from Hollywood named Donzelli. He uh, he got caught uh, selling some some uh, All Eyes on Me album uh, on a cassette up at this uh, weed spot in in Compton. That was a car wash. And a sound place called Untouchable Sounds on Alondra and uh, Washington, but everybody I know Alondra and Atlantic. And so some of the homies was up there holding the music being played, All Eyes on Me, before it was released. And, uh, of course, they found out that Donzelli, who was Quick's bodyguard, uh, dropped it off and left it up there. And so, you know, back then in the 90s, it was taboo for your music to get released prior to the street date. What was that? It was like taboo. <laughs> and so they all brought him in the office and took him up in Suge's office at Canel Studio. And Suge was like, you know, because he's a pyro, he's a he's one of the homies. He was like, you got to take a fade with one of the homies. You got to take a fade with, with somebody in there. So as I remember, it was uh, Rock, Trey, Buntry, uh, and a couple other homies in there. And um, and so Suge was like, you know, who you want to take a fade with? And so <laughs> Rock, so uh, Donzelli was sizing up everybody, looking around. And so Rock, who's a small dude, short, you know, in stature, he was just like, fuck that. I'll take the fade. <laughs> and he just went in and bombed on Donzelli right quick. That was the type of dude that rock was. But I'll let Buttry tell I mean I had James tell some more stories. I rock I had the privilege of running the streets with him. Uh in the all kind of things with Rock Chisholm. Rock Chisholm was one of the solids that that walked Compton and everybody know if you missing a Chisholm, the first name they gonna say is Rock because he was active and he was ready. I got a story about Rock and what made me just laugh like a mug. Suge went to jail. And Suge told everybody to take their cars to the office and park them. Rock said, this nigga must be crazy. Rock went downtown and got a pink slip made to the car and sold the car. Suge was mad. He went to jail right after that, right? Uh yeah 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 so for the second time Rock kind of yeah. felt that that he was set up or whatever but Rock was the only one that said nigga fuck you I ain't giving up my car what I'm gonna do while you in jail mm-hmm. so he did his thing and 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 that's the one hundred that's that's like one hundred you know what I'm saying Rock Chisholm solid as all out those and and man. Big ups to you. Can't wait till you come home. Yeah, and Rock Rock is one that was wasn't from either Looters or Mob that was Elm mentioned Street. on that song. He was from Elm Elm Street Pyro, which is half a block, half a mile away from where they grew up at, where we grew up at. All right, all right. So I guess we closing it down for the night right now. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice episode right there. Yep, yep, yep. So please tune in, you guys. And you guys catch us every week, every Tuesday, 
Thursday. Every Thursday. Uh-oh. Every Thursday on the <laughs> Digital Soapbox Network. Yeah, we get some good feedback on this and get a lot of questions. A lot of questions can be asked because, like, being on his show, a lot of people will ask my this and that. So I I believe a lot of people are going to ask questions about, okay, they say this, what happened with that? So I think this is going to... Going to linger for a second. Yeah, exactly. And you hear that? You, you heard it out the man's mouth. You guys have any questions? Hit him up on the Instagram page, the Gangster Chronicles. Yep. That as well. Uh, if you got any ideas for topics you want us to touch on, we open ideas as well for that. And it's the Gangster Chronicles. Peace. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong, and asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.